Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, we're back. And today, we're so excited for this episode. We're going to be doing This Is Not What It Looks Like by Ella Jane. Her debut EP. This is so exciting. It really is. So originally, we were going to do an episode on Ella and just like all the songs she had released to this day, including her feature um, with Young Friend. But then she announced the EP and we were like, oh my God, like this is perfect. We can just wait for it um, and yeah. just like, you know, do that as an episode instead. So that's what we're doing today. And I am so excited. <laughs> oh my God. I know. You said before that your goal in life was to make everyone elegant meanings. And you know what? I am not against that at all. I feel like we should all be doing that now because she deserves all the love. Yeah, Literally. she deserves so much more, like, attention than Honestly, she has right now. And you know what? Like, I always say that I love to gatekeep my favorite artists, like, indie artists that, like, no one knows them. Like, my indie pop, like, mm-hmm. no. Like, I say that, I don't mean it. Like, it would mean, like, it means so much to me, when, like, to, like, watch the growth of an artist you enjoy. And, like, I've seen it even now as she's, like, released all these songs one by one. And just, like... Now I wait. I remember waiting for each individual track. So now to wait for like the the EP as a whole was just like so. It was so cool for lack of any other words. Okay, <laughs> just okay. so cool. So this is not what it looks like. Was Ella Jane's debut EP and it has seven tracks and it was released September tenth, twenty twenty one. And I don't really know what constitutes that singles because. A lot of them were released before the albums, Just before the EPs released. All of them. Right, but the two that have actual videos are Born and Blind and Through the Looking Glass. Yeah, so Born and Blind music video is so cute. Yeah, Born and Blind is like the single, but then also yeah. Nothing Else I Could Do. Well, The City was her debut track, right? right? But then Nothing Else I Could Do got her a bunch of popularity. You know, yes. like that's how like she, one of her videos went like super viral mm-hmm. and that promoted it. And that's how she kind of like got like a bigger But if I were to mentally assign a lead single to this EP, then it would be Born and Blind. I agree. But it's not a lead single. That's yeah. Like, okay, it's the single. The single. Okay, um, we're going to get started with some rankings, which we all have issues with each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's only seven, seven tracks. And so basically, so basically, if it's not the same as your ranking, you have a problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to start with rankings. Okay, I think Sophia should start. Okay, I will start. <laughs> okay, so my ranking is August is a Fever, The Sellout, Thief, Bored and Blind, Through the Looking Glass, Nothing Else I Could Do, and The City. My rankings are August is a Fever, Through the Looking Glass, Nothing Else I Could Do, Bored and Blind, The Sellout, Thief, and The City. And my rankings are August is a Fever, Through the Looking Glass, Bored and Blind, Thief, Nothing Else I Could Do, The Sellout, and The City. Oof. Guys, <laughs> okay, let's start talking about The City, which is her first ever released track. This is Brunette Ella era. <laughs> like, honestly, this is like before everything. So, I think it's interesting to know before we really get into it that our top track and our bottom track is the same. 
Yeah. And so we all have the city at number seven, which I, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it there. But something like, has to be something last. Something has to be last. We say usual. that. We say that all the time. And I don't it's think it's true, though. But you know, I, the city it shouldn't be last. I have issues with myself. I okay. feel like, though, I think that like ranking albums is just a general thing, but like ranking albums is hard and it shouldn't yeah it shouldn't be a thing that we do but we have to for the sake of discussing opinions and stuff like that yeah like, and also consistency with our episodes <laughs> yeah that's exactly it so i don't really support ranking albums but that's what we're doing so that's all we do that's <laughs> all we do exactly okay so what i like about the city is is the how chill it is there's like there's no no but like there's not a lot happening i agree you know there's not like this whole like build up there's not like a big hook um for lack of better description it sounds very indie <laughs> Girl! i feel like i feel like this ep is the definition of an indie EP. that's true indie, well like super indie pop yeah. Like to, yeah to blend indie with pop it's yeah. okay it's kind of a difficult realm to manage because if you don't keep enough of those elements they just call you a pop artist even when you have all these other influences and you know it's a line she's towing um you know and you can see it on some of the tracks it fluctuates but this is not a pop track think of it's not a when pop you track. hear a typical pop song so it's yeah. like you know, like, There's what do like, we call this EP? Not even a chorus in this song, so. Well, it, there kind of is, honestly. Mm, I don't no. know how According to Genius, there isn't. But According Genius to... Is, but Genius calls things refrains, just call it a chorus. Okay, yeah. Well, the chorus is... Notes. <laughs> I really do love the lyrics of the verses. Um, I think that Ella Jane's really talented with lyrics. She's, she's really, really clever with the way she phrases things, substituting certain words. I, I also do like how her lyrics are like, they don't seem like she put thought into them, but then she did. You know what I mean? Like so it's not much thought too. No, but it's not like, it's not like forced. Mm -hmm. Right. It's definitely not forced. And it's definitely not like, she needs to like keep her rhyming pattern and like her stanzas so they match up or whatever. Like right? she makes the project whatever she wants it to be like she doesn't force a rhyme yes. or like like i feel like the way she writes is very like natural flowy and natural yeah, yeah. And, and i okay <laughs> okay go go yeah. ahead and you know rick was like oh she has such good lyrics but i think it's more than that i think it's just brilliant word choice every time she says something i'm like wow i was like, i couldn't i was gonna bring it up better i was gonna bring up that she does wordplay a lot and i know Y'all are so obsessed with wordplay. I'm bringing that so up later in the we're, episode. We're just gonna, we're just gonna like mention all the nice wordplay lyrics as we go through the songs. So the first one, the first verse, um, your shadow stained the carpet, so I got yeah. hardwood floors. I love so that. smart. I love that. But um, even though this isn't like an example to, of wordplay, I like the lyric we move to the rhythm of the traffic on the street. Like I like that a lot. Yeah. It's like, it's very descriptive. So look at her, a New Yorker. Oh, yeah. City girl. But she's actually not. <laughs> yeah, I then, know. Your August is a fever, and you're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, a lot of love for the city, honestly. It was such a good track to break out with. Just, like, to... This is so original. Like, and, you know, if it's an original song, 
It's usually original. <laughs> wow. No, I had stuff to say and you actually got me hot. Like, but sometimes, you know, if you just stick to a pop song format and you just use a very simple chord progression and you just, you kind of do what you know will be successful, it takes away from the artistry mm-hmm. and nothing here takes away from the artistry. I do want to, before we move on, I want to bring up the bridge because we love bridges here. So, um, in the bridge is the only time she actually says city in the song. Um, I mean, obviously you can tell that in the verses she like alludes to the city life. She says the city, she says actually this city in the bridge. She never actually says the city. (laughs) Um, but I, um, what I like about the bridge is that it, it keep like it really keeps you interested and the the a bridge is supposed to have like a good build up until the end of the song and this one does it really well the maybe i'll finally get some sleep at night i love that also my anxiety lyric so girl oh no is this really an episode if victoria does not bring up her anxiety lyrics no for anyone new to the podcast (laughs) just in case victoria and every single time there's a song she's like this relates i relate to this song because i have anxiety okay like this is every song song has nothing to do with anxiety and she's like this is my anxiety lyric of the day it's like there's a thread alluding to breathing or not being able to sleep or something like vaguely resembling (laughs) that and then she'll like pull on it she'll like tug on it and be like this is my anxiety song. <laughs> so that's really what that's all about. And In case we didn't catch that. Sure. And Misha and I are sick of it. No, we love we we're no, we're, we're like we love you, Victoria. <laughs> Except for when you decide to attack us. Except for like most of the time. <laughs> so true. Anyway, so I'm so sad that the city ended up last because I love it. I like the city. Don't put it last. You know but the thing like, is, is that I like the other ones more. Okay. I'm not so, sad okay. about it, but like I am because there has to be something last. But like it's a good song. Okay, so let's nothing move on. Else I could do to the next song she released. Nothing else I could do. And sure, I knew she can start with this one. So the first time I listened to the song, my jaw was on the floor because this song was so insanely clever. And, like, I was listening to the lyrics and picking up on this little stuff. And I'm like, wow. I know. This is an actually, incre- this is actually an incredible song. Because and who told you to listen to it? Yes. Oh. Thank you. We, we don't <laughs> we need know, to feed into your We know you have it already, superior we already... taste. <laughs> Anyways, so if you haven't listened to this song, it's, like, um, very much Great Gatsby inspired. Um, very much for her English project senior year. Oh, yes. But we love it. I am obsessed with like literary references anywhere in the real world. We Just know. like throw in a literary reference and you have my entire heart. So I loved how this mirrored that. And also the melody to the song is so it's good. catchy. It's so good. I wanted to bring up the pre-chorus because... When you do pre-courses, it's kind of like the bridge. You have to do it properly so that it builds up into the chorus. And this pre-chorus is so good. I feel like this song also has a lot of the elements that make me like a song, which is... It has literally all of them. They're literally like all song. of them. Like, literary reference, good concept. 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 Yes. 
lyrics. Anusha likes to bring up her concepts. I do. This is known. We like have Victoria's anxiety lyrics. We have it's some literally the same thing. Yes. Good melody. Um, beats. Drums. Yes. I'd like to bring up the bridge. Oh my god. Okay. So oh god. the bridge is so addicting because it's, it really is. Okay. The bridge is so addicting because, you know, it's the chorus. It feeds right into this like desperate like well they can do this and they can do that but you know like everything was mine i did everything i really love the because the high might be theirs but all the bottles were mine that's so clever it's so but good she's just like taking all this like these like spiraling emotions and she's like oh there's nothing else i could do yeah that's mm-hmm. smart like how the bridge leads yeah out of and i also song. do think that it like you don't see it right away, but it it's relatable in so many ways because I feel like in life, there's always places where you're just like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like when people expect something out of you and you just don't know what to do, <laughs> you know? This is like when they ask you to write a paper on The Great Gatsby and you have to make it relatable. <laughs> and that's like, this is the result of like relatable literary things and then i do like the end of the bridge where it goes they must have made a mistake mistake. and a mistake ah that's so good that part yeah also the bass the bass line i cannot let this song go without mentioning the bass line which was actually written on a guitar whoa she did not play the bass at the time she's just like you know she's figuring it out so that's like a lot of talent and people don't really realize Mm -hmm. that like to write a song, you need more than just like a nice voice and a like a singular instrument because you need to compose the whole song. The even you can use yeah. the whole, one singular instrument to do all of that, but that's not enough. But for it's a not song. enough to make a song. Yeah, right. And you have to understand all the basically how a song has like melodies and harmonies and main instrumental and the bass line exactly there's so much stuff involved in like a song and, and these songs writes these entirely on her own that's true they're all things from high school and she like produces with um she's a producer and she works with him very closely to make sure everything's the way she wants it because if you don't like start out with collaborative writing sometimes it could be hard mm-hmm. to not be doing everything on your own anymore but to be able to do everything on your own is like a different skill entirely than learning from writing with different people okay let's move on to the next song which is august is a fever i thought you meant the best song it is the best song (laughs) (laughs) wow guys (laughs) all right so we have a lot to say about august is a fever i mean basically we love it the end wow (laughs) Just the just from the beginning, like how it starts, and it pulls you in so quickly. Just the I'm sitting in the parking lot. This is another song with one of my favorite concepts in it because concepts. yes, no, because genuinely this is such a relatable concept because it's like she describes being suffocated and trapped in and this like lost. small town yeah. so well. And if you didn't know, we live in a really musty town. <laughs> rich exactly we live in a really musty town <laughs> musty people voice filter voice 
filter. Voice filter. Yes. Her vocals is what she did. She put like a towel uh-huh. over her head. Yeah. That's like, that's actually one of my like favorite ways. Like when people have to like record and produce things like in their bedrooms. And they're creative and, with it. It's and so they're fun. So creative. And you know, Billy and Phineas recorded in their house. Yeah. Bedroom and everything. Because like, studios make everything seem so professional and I think it's so funny you know when I work in my room and like do things in my room it's like you know whenever you think of a fully produced song and finished song you're like oh this must have taken so much work in the studio and everyone's working on it so professionally but that's not always the case yeah that's so true and it's so great to see that people can do stuff like this in their living room you know yeah and it's especially fitting for a song like august because it's just such a it's a song about the song fits the way she made it Mm -hmm. all right we should talk about standout lyrics because i have quite a few number one we're hot we're too hot and cold and homesick all the time that's so smart because that's like a fever reference but also it's smart and i like the way she sings it too like just the mm-hmm. enunciation and the way it's placed in the song. And then it's like sister lyric in a way. Because mm-hmm. it follows like the same like melodic okay. things. So I'll pack my things and leave, leave myself, myself behind. behind. Yep. That's so smart too. Queen of wordplay. Yes. Okay. Number three. There's always too much time to kill. I never pull the trigger like I plan. Stop just we're just gonna be citing the whole song. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna bring up the next two, which are we wait until the wind gets high, then cross that line electric while we can. The harmonies, <laughs> no, the harmonies of electric while we can. Yeah. And then I cannot close off this conversation. We cannot end this conversation without me mentioning you like to fill your lungs with and then it's like a snap of yes. a lighter smoke, and then you hear like a blowing out sound effects like and, and I, I do have to say, um, she does a really good job with um emphasizing one word, so mm-hmm. I like I feel like I'm just stuck between your teeth. And then the teeth is just like all the harmonies come in. And you know what? Um, a lot of my favorite artists do that really well. So, and you know what? We love Ella for doing that really well too. So that's something, that's something I actually like look for. That's one of my like checklists like on my favorite songs. Like Anusha has her voice filters and stuff. That's like on my checklist. My favorite songs are so unpredictable. Oh, we know. We were literally discussing this before you got here. We were like, what is Sophia gonna put at the top? Like we were we're recording some more episodes today. We're like, what is Sophia gonna choose? We're, we have bets placed. Oh Lord. Anyways, August is a fever, voice filters, sound effects, wordplay, best song. And underrated, oh my God. Yes. People do not give this enough love. I know. Like through like, okay. Not just not saying like amount of streams deserve like equivalent to the amount of love, but like all of her other songs, like people, like even just like her, her fans in a way, like the people they're always posting about all these, like all the great things about her other songs. But August just had like such a great aesthetic. And it was the first one I like waited, waited for. Like I waited for the other ones when they were released and I like listened to them. But I waited up until midnight or whatever time it came out. I don't remember what time it came out. It might have been midnight. It might have not been. I waited for that and I was like, oh my God. And it was like my favorite in a way because of that. And also just because it's such a good song. Yeah. All right. Hopefully you're not bored because once we're back, we're going to talk about Bored and Blind. <laughs> okay. We're back. 
And now it's time for Bored and Blind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I feel like Victoria should start off this conversation. I don't know why. Well, maybe it's because when I, when Sophia first told me to listen to Ella, this was, I think, like, right after Thief came out. I finally sat down and listened to her. Um, and I was going through these songs. And I listened to Born and Blind. And I was like, this one. This is the one that that I... um." She projected onto this one. (laughs) (laughs) That I... No, that I just... I'm just, like, forgetting words. No, you projected onto this one and you got attached. I did get attached very quickly. But I do get attached to songs quickly in general. I get attached to things in general quickly um but um for me it was just the it was in the beginning it was just the chorus that like pulled me in and then I learned to appreciate the rest of the song but the chorus was what stuck with me from the first listen I was scrolling through my text with Sophia the other day because I was trying to find something. I forgot what it was. And then I came across like the one where she sent me the link to Board of Blind. She's like, listen to this. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Because we were talking about it before she sent me the link. And she was like, oh, there's this one part, you know, like right after the chorus like, or right after like the bridge, it. right after the bridge, where it like shifts from like the studio part to like the in the voice memo. The that voice she put memo. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like and listening she was to that. talking about how she like loves that kind of like the switch. Um, it might have been after Good For You came out. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because when did Bored and Blind come out? Was that February? Like, yeah. I have no concept of time. But <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that reminds me. Go listen to this. Because I had been, like, telling them to go listen to Ella Jane for a while. But I was like, I needed a specific connection. And that was my way in with Anusha. So I got her hooked first. I was actually looking at our text today. March 4th. And we were talking about Bored and Blind. And how, like, Ella, for a while, she, like, I remember, uh, like, on Instagram, one time she said it was, like, her favorite song. And I choose to believe that this is her favorite song. But in reality, I know it's August is a Fever because she says that all the time. However, it's my favorite Sophia song. Sophia likes to gatekeep the song. But it's, it's, she's gatekeeping Ella's, from the artist. Ella's song. And she's like, Ella can't like the song more than I can. Girl! <laughs> I'm so mad at her today in the group chat. Ella, okay. You know, I was so mad at them in the group chat because they all had it first. I was like, guys, I have issues with that. You guys having August as if you were first when I have it first. And they're like, even Ella likes it the best. I was like, I know. I have a problem with that. It's like my song. Is this really a podcast episode if Sophia doesn't gatekeep slash talk about bass? Victoria doesn't bring up her anxiety songs and I don't say the word concept at least (laughs) once. That's so true. Four times, man. No, because it's like concept every other song. So it's. It's a lot. Conceptually. That is a podcast. <laughs> anyway, back to Ford and Blind. Let's talk about the chorus first because it's, so it's intense. Yeah, wordplay here. So clever. How many figures will it take for you to bring me back my heart? It took me embarrassingly long to realize she meant figures as in like cash. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it took me like two listens. I'm like, yeah. Wait a second, what does that mean? Right, oh, right. Like figures. Yeah, the first time I listened to it, I did I didn't get, get it. it. And then probably the second and third time, I'm like, ah, oh, I got it. Be a little longer than I <laughs> This reminded me of when I was listening to like Evermore. I'm like, I feel so stupid. No, I felt stupid listening to the song. Yeah. She's very, very smart. And, and then the obviously the and hey Mona Lisa, why you're yeah. smiling? Will you give him one for me? 
that's the line that like stuck with me because I mean I'm not like literary reference buff like you are but just like when someone does a reference to like culture in a such a clever way like that it's so satisfying I mean not that Mona Lisa references haven't been done before it's just this one particularly done well it's so because also like the Mona Lisa is stolen and like and then like stolen art yeah (laughs) also um two things before we finish this up the bridge where she don't you want to read my letter maybe you'd like to know me better the harmonies oh my god she's good at that and i just i love them also the other thing is the stolen art like fan project she like did was so cute yeah did you see that Uh i didn't make one because i'm lazy (laughs) but everyone else who did them were they were so good and I love that that was her, like, promotional thing. And she has such creative fans, too. I love that that was her, like, promotional thing. Like, that's so cute. That's what I understand, like, while people think Gordon Lang is the single. Because it had, like, an era attached to it. Like, it was, like, a... That's true. You know? That's true. Because I remember when Sophia was posting on her stories about it, and I was, like, I, like, had it in the back of my mind to definitely listen to it, but, like, I never just got around to doing it. Mm-hmm. Also, the way the title is formatted, just, yes. like, the and signed, no spaces, bored and blind, it's all, like, one thing. And yes. also, like, the cover art for the single. It's, it makes so much sense. It's perfect. All right. Let's talk about Thief. Yes. Yes, we should. This was such a grower. I agree, actually. Like, yeah. the first time I listened to him, I'm like, oh, that's okay. good, but it's, it's not her good strongest. Song. Right. And I'm like, well, I still like the other ones better. But then I listened to I it more, and I definitely fell like, in love with it. Wait, this is this is really good. So the first time I listened to Thief was when she did this, like, piano acoustic thing for an Instagram promotion before this song came out. And I was, she like always talked about like she was teasing Thief for the longest time, and I was so mad at her. <laughs> I was like, when are you gonna drop this? And honestly, like I'd been listening to like the other versions of Thief that were already available, and so like when I heard it, it sounded different, you know, because it sounds yeah. different on a piano. And I just, I love it so much more the studio version. And it just grew on me so much, and I'm really attached to it, which is obvious. The first thing that, like, clicked with me for the song, the very first time I listened to it, just all the the harmonies and the, mm-hmm. the like, filters of the harmonies, you know? And that's, you know what? I was, like, I thought Anusha was going to, like, really click with the song just because of no, the I... way it sounds. Um, but uh, it's definitely very like it has a it has its own aura also i think that anusha would like the concept of this i do like the concept of this so much i do like the fact that a lot of her songs like the titles of her songs Mm -hmm. is like something she only says once in the song and it like builds satisfying so good and I also, um, this one is kind of, to me, like the city because there's like less of a chorus and it's just like, kind of just like a lot of lyrics. I like the edge. lyrics. I like the edge of the universe part a lot. My favorite is when she goes upward to that higher regimen. Like it's for a reason. 
And mm-hmm. the final verse where it's like, woke up this morning with a fast heart, couldn't slow it down. Next thing I know, I'm in a fast car, too late to turn around. Like that whole last verse is what clicked with me, like one of the first few listens. So I'm just so attached to it, honestly. And I can't get enough of it. Is that fast regimen? Did I really? No! <laughs> I didn't even notice! I was like... I do like the car wordplay. Yeah, yeah. The song. I like the my head like the first verse. My head's too crowded all the time. Your colors drown me out. It's a good concept, and like the story behind it is so good as well. Like mm-hmm. the way it like you have to think about it to realize what it's mm-hmm. what it's about. Um, and you know, it's such a meaningful song from every angle. I think. Yeah, I want to bring up some two things that like stuck with me one of them was the way thing of pushing my luck too far and the way mm-hmm. the f- way far it's works so- the way it's produced um like it's not i feel like it's not unexpected but it's definitely not expected when you're first listening to it yeah right like i you know the, like the filter anyway i like that she keeps it interesting. Um, and okay, one other thing I want to bring up is after the chorus, there's like a lot of those like, oh, like mm-hmm. that whole part. Okay, usually I do not like this in the song when they just decide to like sing notes for a while. But I like this one. I, I like, like the it. The notes, like the progression of the notes. Yeah, is it's so good. The, yeah, the progression, it's so good. It doesn't. You're never bored during it, mm-hmm. and it. And um, it makes sense where it is in the song because it's like the chorus, and then you do this like nice like note thing, and then it like kind of like trickles out at the end, and then goes into the third verse. So yeah, the production choices in the album are so fitting for her voice. Yeah, so true. All right, let's talk about the sellout. Oh my goodness, I love. I feel like all the concepts in this album or EP are good. Yes. We know. That's why I like to say the word concept a lot more than usual in this. Because <laughs> it's like an EP, seven more songs. usual. Really? I think it's <laughs> the usual amount. I think it's a pretty standard amount for you. But no, I feel like when I have an album, like when we're talking about a different album, I have two songs and I talk, I like kind of identify the two songs, in, which in my opinion have the strongest concepts. And I like talk about the concepts for only a few songs. But like these ones, they all have different concepts and they're genuinely so good i I think that the reason why this ep works is because ella wasn't like setting out to make an album you know there's like some artists that like their album is so cohesive because they're they wrote the songs to be in the cohesive album right but these songs are just like her writing stuff but I also feel like in they're so school. cohesive. Yeah, they are cohesive though because she's right. She has a gift in which she like has found her sound already. Like 
we talk each... about we talk about though that new artists that already know their sound are like the best thing because each song definitely has several threads that link mm-hmm. them together yeah okay i think i'm an emotional sellout smiling at you because you said that it's what you deserve oh my god it's just like the way she starts out with that like sellout right from the beginning as opposed to her other songs where it's like thief is like the last word kind yeah of, yeah and then same thing with like the city you have to wait all the way to get into the song or as opposed to the songs where it's mentioned in the chorus like this one is right off the bat like you you hear it and it just has such a catchy guitar Mm-hmm. rhythm going on here i love when she uses guitar she uses it so well <laughs> yeah um, the thing that i well i always talk about the thing that like catches me into the song um for me it was the that it won't be long the way long is long till they're getting better no but it's not what i was thinking when i was listening to it i just <laughs> like the way that she sings long mm-hmm so the way genius does this is so weird you know and it won't be long till the getting but it's the chorus and i will never have genius yeah no, no but i think it's it's not a chorus and it's a refrain because the it's slightly changed like every time it comes like, around. okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay also the constant lottery ticket yes I how much is she playing the New York lottery, man? Like, it's not... <laughs> no, and I... What I... That... The lottery ticket line stuck with me, too, because it... But when you first hear it, it doesn't really, like, fit. But it does. But, like... Okay, we've talked about this. Like, she doesn't... She's not, like, Sold. trying to rhyme things, right? But, like, the first time I heard that and I bought a lottery ticket, I was like, oh. It's, like very interesting though it's like yes it's an interesting way to end the verses it's just like this is what i did also okay the second verse where i used to think that love was a fire it's it reminds me of daylight where taylor yes i, used to think I agree was, yeah. i agree but it's golden i love taylor and i love <laughs> oh as if we didn't know so as if just, we don't have like just like a four little, taylor episodes on this podcast also, they slander the sellout, both of them, and I am not terribly happy about that because um, the sellout is second on mine and fifth and sixth yeah. on theirs. Uh huh. And I yelled at Anusha for having it sixth, and then whoopsie do, Victoria <laughs> had it sixth, and Anusha moved it up. But still, you, I moved it up before you yelled at me. You were no, not you active. Didn't. Yes, no, you no, were not no, active no, in no, the no, chat no, when I moved it I up, and then Victoria you, started no, no, yelling. No, at I yelled me. at you in person at school. Oh. Yeah, I vaguely remember this. <laughs> that much. No, but I, I have nothing against the song. I, I really do like it. Just like I have nothing against the city. Um, but I just like the other songs. I'm just more emotionally attached to. So, yeah, well, yeah, well. Okay, guys. Well, now we're gonna talk about through the looking glass. So we're Oof. gonna wrap this up with the new track that she didn't release. For the EP called Through the Looking Glass. Oh my god, this song is incredible. And it's like second on my rankings for a reason because yeah. Victoria and I were talking about this. Like, it has a lot of elements that we like in a song. No, literally, I Minarchy. like. I like pressed play on this song or like 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, yeah, mm -hmm. I press play on the day that I was walking to the bus, okay? And I was like listening to it and I'm like two seconds in, ah, piano shoots up my lips because we know I like piano. So it has a, it has a very like classically piano like riff. It's not like piano that follows the singing melody. It's more like a chordy piano. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I will <laughs> never be over the lyrics of this song, like ever. Oh my god! Yeah, just the just the beginning. I like when the first lines draw me in. The I fall, I fall asleep, asleep inside, inside your, your arms. arms. Oh, it's a scary kind of form. There's suicide behind your eyes. That line like was unexpectedly heartbreaking no it makes it like dark like yeah. just that word you're like ah yeah this, this is where we're going with the song and then in the chorus take a knife and cut me over and over again yes. okay it's heavy let's take a moment to say like she was like i've been holding on to this song since i was 15. we're 15 and what are we doing absolutely nothing this is so embarrassing recording a now. podcast episode we <laughs> we're talking about how talented she is when she was 15 all of us right now <laughs> this is so embarrassing for us but honestly good for her she looks happy and healthy not us <laughs> but she isn't asking so i guess it's fine um just such a like such a, a moving ep in a way because every track has its own story and they all just fit together in a way in that i wouldn't expect what I like, like, okay, for example, Through the Looking Glass to me has like a dark witch vibe. Like, uh, let's explain. Like, let's witches. Like, like these words uh, suicide, fire, man and poison, Girl, knife, and. This sounds heart. like a depressed teenager. This does not sound like a witch. No, but like, that's the, the vibe. Like, for example, I feel like where she transports people with the song is not like in the middle of a city at night you know like it's it's very much like in the middle of the woods at night man and right now through the looking glass is like mm. alice in wonderland yes that is yeah true. but i like dark songs if we did not know this yeah. before we know we know <laughs> i don't know if we should be concerned <laughs> Slightly. I also because she also likes dark book characters. I read a lot of dark books. Girl. All right. Anyway, this episode before Victoria says anything more concerning. Questionable. <laughs> this is the We Love Ella Jane fan club. So Ella Jane, if you are listening right now, we're obsessed with you. We're obsessed with you. But I love you first. <laughs> I mean, I'm not denying that. I like commend you for loving her first because Louis I wish I loved her before. Louie in that one take me home interview. <laughs> My favorite song is I loved you first. <laughs> we had so, so much fun doing this episode because we genuinely love everything about Ella Jane. And we hope you enjoyed listening and we hope you go listen to her EP. This is not what it looks like out now. Go do that. Do it definitely do it um and if you want to catch us on our socials our instagram is at the speaking of music podcast and our tiktok is at speaking of music podcast so make sure to go follow both of those for all of our latest updates 
And, you know, as always, keep recommending things. Keep letting us know what you guys want to hear. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.